Anthony Butler is a United States Army veteran. He is the founder of the digital marketing agency, Can Do Ideas. He is the best-selling author of Primal Storytelling. Welcome, Anthony. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to have you on. Tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do. So for going on the last 10 years, I've just been focused on digital marketing and helping small businesses and solopreneurs, you know, get the word out, build a personal brand and grow their businesses. And I, I think of our agency as a, a growth engine for the economy. So appreciate uh, my personal that. life. I'm a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt and I run a jiu-jitsu school. And actually right before this, I was almost late because I was downstairs helping coach a couple of our fighters. We just had a, a student who placed third in the worlds. So pr pretty fun stuff. Congratulations to him or her. Her. Yeah. Well, yeah. Young lady. Well, that's awesome. All right. So is that an easy transition out of the army to uh to to doing what you're doing today? A lot of water that that probably went under that bridge. <laughs> well, when I got out of the army, I did everything wrong. I changed careers. My wife and I had a baby. We bought a new house in a state we'd never lived in all in the same month. Okay. And so things settled down and you know, I'm working in I'm working at a in a defense contractor for a few months and I get my paycheck and I look at this paycheck and I'm like, oh my God, we're not going to make it. <laughs> and my, my wife is an electrical engineer. And when we decided to have kids, she's like, hey, listen, I'm going to stay home. You better learn how to make more money. You know, and so it was kind of on me. And I, I realized I wasn't making money and I was a project manager at a manufacturing plant. And what I ended up doing is I... I, I, someone told me, or I heard, I think I read it in a book somewhere that, Hey, sales guys can make a lot of money. So have never even been in sales, have never, I had, I knew nothing about it. I just saw all the sales guys in the company. I was like, all those guys are fat and old. I can beat them. And so I waited outside the company until the CEO came out and I always walked up to him and say, Hey, I want to go to the sales department. I heard those guys make money. <laughs> Amazing. And so to his credit, he was really kind to me and he gave me a chance and 18 months later, I was the director of inside sales. About two years after that, I was the VP of sales and I helped them scale. And about a year or so after that job, I ended up at a small startup in New York City. And even though I'm from Montana, it was like this titanic change. I had never even ridden the subway and I got this interview for this company. You know, just the stars aligned. It was a really good fit. I got there. I was an early employee. When I left, there, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of employees in a nine-figure exit. And that was like a, an MBA for me on how does growth actually start? Like, how does it work? You know, how do you create a sales process from scratch? You know, and how do you get the word out about something that people don't know what it is and they, they don't really understand it? And that's when I really started to focus on and, and learn like how important language is. And one of the worst things you can do is if you're selling something that's really technical, you don't talk real, you don't talk tech with business owners and people that are buying because most of the time they don't, they don't care about how it works. They just want a solution. They want a benefit. They want something that helps them solve their problems, you know? And so now all these years later and Along the way, this is like my seventh company that I've started myself or been in charge of. And 
I, I spend most of my time talking business owners out of the language on their website because it's they it's all me focused. They're not focused on their audience. They're not focused on, hey, this is the problem that we solve. It's at the top of your mind, you know, and how we can help you. You know, and it's I, I tell you, I've I've audited hundreds, if not thousands, of websites in the last 10 years. And the number one mistake I see is talking too much about yourself, your services, your products, and not focusing on the clients, not focusing on the audience. So um yeah, it's uh it's good. I, I love I love what I'm doing and it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate that. So West Point graduate, black belt. I'm sensing discipline, Anthony. Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, the, the academy is uh how how do we put it nicely? It's um unforgiving for lack of discipline. <laughs> you know, I, I think the big thing is. The, the one lesson you get from that kind of environment is that discipline is a habit. And, and yes, you can have personal discipline, but personal discipline will only take you so far, but habits, they, they will take you all the way because when you're tired, when you're hungry, when you're, when you're really burned out, having the discipline to start your work the same day, have good triggers, have little reward systems all through the day. You know, I, I in the last, in, in, in a given year, I'll work on, you know, three or 400 publications of some sort for clients or for elves. And the only way I can be that kind of productive is to be creative when it's time to be creative. You know, it's not something you turn on and off. It's something that you, it's like exercise. You know, you go to the gym because that's when it's time to go to the gym. You, you, you're creative when it's time to be creative, you know? Um, but yeah, discipline is a habit. That That's the, that's the big lesson for me. And how does that, how does that, that apply to the solopreneur business owner who is trying to get their message out? If, if at all. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think one of the big problems you see with startups and people who are just getting, you know, they're just getting a little bit of traction is they get discouraged because they published one or two blogs and no one looked at them. They published 10 posts on LinkedIn and, oh, they only got 500 impressions. Like, like, no, like motherfucker, you, you better publish a thousand times. Like, then you can tell me that you're discouraged if you're not getting any traction. Like you, you have to put real effort out there to grow. And, and just one or two small efforts, it's not enough. Like you got, you got to start thinking in, in months, in years. Um, you know, I happen to have had a lot of experience when I started this company. So yeah, we made a hundred K in our first few months profit. Right. But I didn't start there. I have years of just gritting it out and learning and gaining experience and then when I released Primal Storytelling, you know, it wasn't a, an international bestseller day one. It wasn't an international bestseller three months in, four months in. But you know what? Months in, we started selling hundreds of copies and then we sold thousands of copies. And, you know, now I've got a flood of people coming to the website and asking me questions. And it it starts really, really small. But the flywheel, the pump, it's always hard at first. And you just got to grit it out. You just have to create habits of the right things 
and then keep pushing like, like this podcast, like how many podcast episodes have you done? Like hundreds, like not one or two, not 10, like hundreds. And I would bet if we went back and looked at your, what's that? Thousands. How many? Thousands. Thousands. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I bet if we went back and we looked at your first 500 episodes, I bet you're way better now. And your audience is exponential to the first hundred that you did, the first 200 that you did. It takes that long to even get, to be competent, to get good. You know, it's like in jujitsu, you know, it takes the average person 10 or 12 years, years to become a jujitsu black belt. And it's because it just takes that much time to get on the mat, come there every week, train three or four times a week, get smashed, get beat up, you know, get a black eye every week, week after week. And there's like times in there, like I have students come up to me, like, Tony, I'm not getting any better. Like you're getting better. You just don't realize it. You don't notice it. You can't track like those little tiny micro improvements, you know? And so my, my one piece of advice is just keep going. Don't stop. Like if you don't stop, you don't fail. Well said. So we need to have the right message. Because if I have the wrong message, if I'm talking about me or my product and I'm doing so in a way that's not effective, I can do that over and over again and probably get better success if I'm just instead of giving up, that it's probably marrying both of those things, tenacity, grit, stick-to-itiveness with a properly designed message. So part of that journey is testing messages testing off, finding out what really rings with your audience, you know, and it's like, I've been doing this a really long time. I have worked on thousands of campaigns and I never assume on any platform that I can predict the result because anyone who thinks they can predict the results on a campaign or in some channel is just fooling themselves. And, you know, very often I'll, I'll be really confident, like, oh, this is some of the best creative we've ever done. Like these headlines are awesome. I wrote it myself, you know, and the campaign just crashes and burns and no one looks at it. No one clicks, you know, and, and well, why does that happen? It happens because I'm not the audience. You're not the audience. Okay. The audience is out there. They, and they have their own hopes, their own dreams, the things that they care about. And as a marketer, as a business owner, what, what I tell you is you have to separate what you think you know from what you can prove. And so I use like a testing process where I test ideas in front of people. And then once I start to find those ideas that ring, do more of that and then build on it and then be as helpful as you can and give, give things away that are valuable. You know, like when I design a lead magnet for someone, I want that lead magnet, maybe and maybe it's free, maybe it's like really low cost. I want it to be better than my competitors pay service. I want it to be that valuable because then what happens is people come back to me like, oh my God, like what would happen if we hired you and we gave you money? And that's how you can build a beautiful business is just do incredible work for people and really learn their language. You know, it's interesting that I just little story out yesterday. Literally, I, I did a consult with a um, software company that's just got to market and they're kind of in the, 
they, they create this auditing software for DOD companies and kind of law enforcement and government agencies, that kind of thing. And, you know, they had sent me a link to their website and, you know, kind of asked me for an opinion and some thoughts. And I pulled up their website and my team and I, we had a good laugh, you know, and, and not because the website didn't look good or wasn't professional or, you know, um, any of those things. It, it was professional and all the language on there was English, but it was written by a PhD level, you know, software developer. And it was all about the tech. It was all about the whiz bang. And it had nothing to do with the problems they solve for the clients. And so they were like, they're upset because their website wasn't producing anything. They're getting no leads. They're, you know, no, no real traffic. Their bounce rate was close to a hundred percent. Um, and I, I got their CEO on the phone. I was like, listen, tell me what you do. Like, t- tell me the problems you solve. And minutes, he told me everything that he needed and I recorded it. And I said to him, it's like, that's what needs to be on your website. Like no one cares about the security at the desktop and how you're preventing, you know, these kinds of <laughs> cyber attacks, you know, and like he's describing how the cyber attacks work in great detail and how they're defending. And like, wow, like the buyer doesn't really care about all that. Like, they're glad that you know that they're happy. It's like, people are happy that I've published a book and it's, it's a success, but when they hire me, they're not hiring me for the book. They hire me for their reason because I need to help them grow their business. You know, and, and I, I think as, as startups, a lot of times we're so far in our head operationally then when we go out to think of the language that we need to be talking marketing side, it, it's really tough to translate it. And it, it's why a lot of times it's better to have an outside entity write your website for you. You know, um, it's really tough to do that yourself. Yeah, you're so close to it and you're such an expert and they're just so emotional yeah. and tech, it's all of it. So exactly. it certainly makes sense. Yeah, you, you hit one part on you're you're so close to it and you know so much about it. And so you have all these assumptions. Oh, this is easy. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows that. And you know, I have a I have the Primal Storytelling Academy and I, I teach marketing in there. And it's interesting when I first released it and our first class went through it, the number of questions I got back, I was like, Do you guys even use the internet? Like, have you ever turned on a computer? You know, because some of the questions were to me so obvious. And when I looked at myself, I was like, man, I am the cobbler with no shoes. Like I, I did in my own course, what I've told hundreds of business owners not to do. And so I had to take all that feedback from those first students and then go back to the drawing board and re-record and answer all their questions and get into the details and make it really non-technical about SEO and how it works and ads and how that works, you know, and how story structures work in a really easy to consume way, you know, and it's, I don't want to say we dummied it down, but we made it clear to an audience that wasn't a marketing professional that like, that's not what they do all the time, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a big issue. Fascinating. As, as you look at our arm, our, our armed forces and you hear about that, our recruitment numbers are down. I've never looked at the advertisements. I, I, I see some of them, a guy in a jetpack 
flying over a, an aircraft carrier. How do you feel about about the armed services marketing programs and and do you think they could do a better job? Too big of a question, probably. Well, the answer is yes, I think they can do a better job. But I, I think they have to go back to the key of why do people serve? And we have lost sight that some of these young people, they're serving because they want a challenge. They want to do something hard. You know, I went to ranger school three times. And on my third time, I was the commander of troops at graduation. Okay. You don't go through that kind of suffering unless you really, really want to accomplish something hard. You know, and so one of the things that they can do is they can go back to like, what are the primal urges that makes someone want to serve their country and do something hard? Like, like, why do people join the Marine Corps? The Marine Corps doesn't have a recruiting, a recruiting crisis right now because they tell you up front, you're going to become a Marine and this is going to be the hardest thing you ever did. And you're a modern day knight protecting America. Okay. And that story rings. And you know what? The Marines don't have a recruiting problem. Now you flip it around to the army. They're like, join the army and, and you can be happy. And <laughs> you, you know, you can do this and you can do that. Like, like that's not why people are joining. Like, like that's not, and they want it to be a social experiment and they want to be inclusive but by trying to be what they're not, they're actually repelling who they want to attract and who we need to serve. You know, and I, I, I don't at all think that they shouldn't have inclusive programs and things like that, but that can't be the focus. The focus is on war fighting for a reason. You know, I spent two and a half years in combat zones and danger areas around the world. And... I can tell you in the moment when you have people charging at you with machine guns and they're trying to, they're trying to kill you personally, you're really happy that the guy on your left and the guy on your right is an actual fighter and they know how to fight and they can kill people and they're not going to feel super bad about it by defending themselves. You know, and you know, we need a, a generation of war fighters. That's what we actually need. You know, um, that's just the, that's the truth of it. So. Well said. <clears throat> well, Anthony, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you uh, with can do ideas and where can they get their copy of primal storytelling? Well, you can find a copy of primal storytelling everywhere. Books are sold. Uh, you can come to my website, primalstorytelling.com slash podcast can download the book for free. I got seven bonuses on there for your listeners. Um, and the reason I give that book away is because I want to build a generation of primal storytellers. You know, we're helping the entire country by training entrepreneurs because guess what? Small businesses are what raise up the whole economy. They're the biggest employer, small businesses. You know, and so the one service that I can do is to help the country grow by training entrepreneurs to grow faster, you know, so please come there and download the free book, those bonuses. I've got rave reviews on how much they've helped people just troubleshoot their own marketing. You know, um, I'm on LinkedIn every single day. I don't have a VA that's managing my messages or anything like that. If you're on LinkedIn, you know, reach out to me, message me, connect. Um, I will message you back. I'm a real person. <laughs>
it's marketing for humans. It's, there's no automation on my, on my stuff. So, um, Excellent. and I, I publish a weekly newsletter that's for entrepreneurs. that has got really good traction and we just revamped it a few months ago. And I, I think that the focus on small business growth has really rang because there's just so much noise on the internet and it's so hard to get noticed. It's so hard to get your message out and make your ads work and make your social media productive that, you know, there's a need for primal storytelling. There's a need for a structure, a structured marketing system. So that's really what it is. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Anthony your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to primalstorytelling.com slash podcast and download your copy of Primal Storytelling. Take advantage of those bonuses as well. Get in touch with Anthony. Find him on LinkedIn. It's Anthony Butler, spelled the way that you would think. And I'll certainly link everything in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Anthony. Hey, thanks, George. Until next time, remember... Do your part by doing your best.